Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today, March 16th, uh, we're going to be answering, I'm going to be answering a lot of psychic questions that have been submitted to me. And we're going to talk about astrology. We're going to talk about some of the energy of the earth. And just to let everyone know that this month, March, I have dubbed Magical Manifestation Month of March. And for many reasons, mostly because of the wonderful astrological energy that is happening during this month. Now, this is a little interesting because although the energy astrologically is really wonderful, the energy around the the world is volatile. And that's another conversation that is not dependent on astrology. As many people may want to attribute all of that to astrology, remember, we are all energetic beings. So if we are putting out this frequency and energy of anger and greed and fear, well, that's going to have an effect on what's going on around us as we see. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we can do to counteract all of that, to help the planet, and to make sure that we can help ourselves as we're moving forward this month and into the next month. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, my name is Ellie Molina, and I'm an intuitive, a psychic, an author, an educator, and the creator of the Psy Kids Academy, which is a magical place where children and their adults learn to tap their inner magic while raising consciousness. And for anyone who's interested in learning more about Psy Kids and down, wanting to download a free 16-page guide that anyone can use, any adult can use to create more magic in their lives, then head on over to my website, www.elliemolina.com and download your free 16-page guide, Six Ways to Help Your Child Tap Their Inner Magic. And this is also, again, you're going to be tapping your own inner magic. So when you're reading through these activities and paying attention to them, you'll see that you'll be reawakening that child within you, the, our inner child. And it's another way of connecting to our divine source through these activities. So it's not just for children, it's for the child in each one of us. Okay, I want to just talk a little bit about the past before I move into the present and the future. If you have had an opportunity to listen to the past two podcasts on March 2nd and on March 9th, you will have seen and heard that there were a number of different manifestation techniques that were introduced. On March 2nd, I had the honor of interviewing Timothy Schultz, who is a former Powerball winner and also hosts his own show on YouTube. And in his show, he introduces people who are former lottery winners or jackpot winners and who have used the law of attraction, I'm going to use that term, or manifestation techniques to get their heart's desires. So it's interesting to hear to hear that podcast. And then again, last week's podcast, if you haven't listened to 
uh, Carol talk about Helene Hadsell's spec method. You want to go back and catch the replay on that. It was really fascinating. So Helene Hadsell, who was 84 years old, and as Carolyn said, Carolyn is known as the contest queen now. So as, as Carolyn said, Helene was like a 25-year young woman trapped in an 84-year-old body. And Helene's way of manifesting abundance and winning every contest that she ever entered was known as the spec, selected, projected, expected, collected. And it's just such a wonderful way of manifesting. And if anyone's still interested in looking at contests, well, there's a ton of contests that are available. And, and Carolyn and I spoke about that. And uh, there's even, look, the publishing, the Publishers Clearinghouse contests are available and people are winning. So there's lots of things that we can put our attention on to go win some money if we believe that we can do that. All right. And then next week, I am extremely excited to be introducing my guest, which is Mark Houghton. And he teaches how to win Powerballs, lottery, scratch-offs. He's a multiple lottery winner, multiple. And so his story will be fascinating. I look forward to having him on the podcast. And he's going to be live. So if you have questions, make sure you either submit them to me ahead of time at Elliot Ellie Molina com, or if you're in our Facebook live group, um, ask Ellie Intuitive Insights. You can put those questions there, or email me again, Ellie at Ellie Molina, or wherever you can find me. Just get those questions ahead of time if you want to. Otherwise, bring along a headset and then get ready to ask Mark your questions, because. I'm expecting to have a lot of questions there. So anyway, I'd like to welcome everyone who's in the live studio today. Deb, Josie, Arpana. So welcome, welcome, welcome to those of you who are joining me live. So first thing I want to talk about is astrology and what we can expect for the rest of this month astrologically. So today is the 16th. It is also the beginning of Purim, which is the Jewish uh, festival. This begins at sundown. This is a time of festivity. And tomorrow we have St. Patrick's Day. Now, St. Patrick's Day falls on a Mercury sextile Uranus conjunction Pisces Taurus. So this will be a really fun day. And you can, um, it's quite spontaneous. So if you can prepare now, go travel do some writing. You could, again, you could expect some unexpected news coming to you on this day. Now, the day to mark on your calendar, we got two days to mark on our calendars right now. One of them is the full moon, full, the full moon in Virgo on the 18th. And this full moon is positive. It's supportive. Um, it's a great time to sign contracts because we've got Mercury very close to Jupiter and it's a great day if you have a manuscript that you want to get out somewhere. This is a great day to send it out, despite what people may conventionally believe about the full moon. So again, each full moon is different in its energy. So if you have something that needs to be sent out to publishers or prospects, this is a good day to do it. Now, 
On the 19th, Venus is square Uranus. So if, if you're going out on a first date, just set really strong intentions that it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to have a good time. Just because Venus is square Uranus and we don't want to create anything. We don't want to create fights. We want to set intentions that everything is smooth and wonderful. And then on the 20th, we have the vernal equinox and spring begins. Now, this is going to be a fantastic day, just absolutely fantastic. So on the 18th, you want to do your full moon ritual if you're into full moon rituals. So uh, again, for me, one of the, the easiest full moon rituals is to do a release ceremony. This is where you get your candle, you take um, your favorite aromatherapy oil and anoint your candle. I like white candles. You can use whatever candle it is that you want to be doing work with. Then you write down a list of things that you a list of things that you wish to remove from your life. Now on this list of things that you want to remove from your life, include behaviors. So if you're struggling to get rid of thoughts, get rid of them, be done with them once and for all, write it down on this paper and say, you know what, I'm not going to think this anymore. And then what I like to do with these things that I've got on my list is burn them. Now, burn them in a fireplace, burn them in a fire pit, burn them over a candle. Of course, if you're living in an apartment, you want to be careful you don't set off the smoke detector. So use common sense when you're burning your when you're burning out your things that you no longer wish to have. Now, the other thing that I want to share with you is that the vernal equinox, the spring equinox, this is a great time for creating and doing some sort of project or some sort of ritual. Now, my friend Kate Van de Boss is offering a free um, workshop on this day, and I'm going to be participating in that as well. And if anybody's interested in signing up for that, you can go to Kate, K-A-T-E-V-A-N-D-E-N-B-O-S.com and sign up for the Spring Soul Path Workshop, which is going to be on March 20th, and you can click for the details. So it's going to be a fascinating time to just really work in um, the energies of the spring equinox. This is a free workshop. It will be some, I'm not sure what, oh, I do know what time. It's between two to four on the East Coast. But again, if you go over to Kate's website, K-A-T-E-V-A-N-D-E-N-V-O-S.com, and I'm going to type it in right here onto the podcast, those people who are live, so you'll be able to see this. And if you're interested in participating in this ritual for the spring equinox, come join us. It's free. It's going to be wonderful and lots of fun. So with that, we have Mars square Uranus on the 22nd. Now, this is a day that could be a little bit difficult. So make sure you just kind of keep it low key. Don't do anything too crazy. Don't sign any contracts if you can avoid it. And again, this is all we get back to believing. So if you have to sign a contract, you need to decide if it's going to be, if it's, if you're going to allow astrology to 
rule you or if you will be greater than the astrology. So whatever it is that you decide, just know though that it's not the greatest day to be signing contracts. Okay. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is energy. And before I get to do that, though, I'm going to circle back and talk about energy towards the end of the call. I've got a lot of questions today that that need some, I'm going to, that need some answers that I, I gave my word to people who were here that I was going to, um, answer their questions. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start answering these questions. So, um, let's take a look at the first one. So Jay, Jay, and I'm not clear where you are, and that's not important. This is anonymous. JJ writes to me, uh, hi, dear Ellie, how do I cure my eczema? All right, so JJ, um, this is going to be um, just kind of a superficial cure at this moment, but it all comes down to some of the thoughts that you're thinking. All right. Now we know that the mind and the body are very, very connected. So we also know that eczema is a physical condition of stress that is going on. So my suggestion to you, JJ, is to start to take a really honest look. And I mean, honest look at what is going on around you outside of you. So if you are in a profession right now, or if you have a job, JJ, where people are looking at you. So I'm just going to throw out some professions because you didn't, uh, you didn't say anything about what you do, but let's say that, let's say that you're working in a particular area where let's say real estate or something where you have connection to the public and people see you, their eyes are focusing on you in some direct or indirect way. And the focus may be even your own belief that they're looking at you. They may not even be paying any attention to you, but in your mind, you are afraid that people are looking at you for either answers or something they're looking at you. And you want to be real honest with yourself, JJ, with your thoughts, catch your thoughts. Who or what are you afraid of is looking at you and what is it that you are presenting to the world? You may be hiding yourself from the world. And so these thoughts are going to have to express themselves in the physical body. And so any kind that you have any time that you have mental aggravation that there are things going on between your mind and your body there's an upset there's real mental anguish going on so in in this mental anguish so the disconnect between what your mind is saying what your soul is saying and what your actions are this disconnect is going to call the cause the um, eruption and of the skin and eczema. So I really want you to take a look at where are you in mental anguish and what are you hiding? Okay. So 
If you want more detail, this is not a plug to uh, solicit any business, but if you really want to go deeper into this, I'm going to suggest that you call me for a reading and or that you email me. I'm sorry, email me for a reading. And if you mention uh, heard you live on the podcast, I will offer you 20% off of the price that is on the site, but you need to email me and let me know that you heard me um, and that we that you heard me on the podcast. Okay, JJ, intending that that has helped you. And that goes for anybody else who's listening on this live podcast also. If you want a reading and you want a session, just email me and mention that you heard me here, and then there will be a 20% discount for you. All right. Um, next question. Okay. Um, I have suffered from severe recurring depression. I've been on social security since 2004 for as long as I've lived by myself. I have also suffered from extreme hoarding and I'm on the verge of being evicted from my condo for a second time. Consequently, things have gotten a little too overwhelming and I don't know what to do. I happen to have caught part of your interview on Coast to Coast AM with George Nouri just this morning. Anyway, I feel like I've had nothing but demons tormenting my life. So if there is anything or any way that you could help me out of this despair, Ellie, it would be such a blessing. And I hope to hear from you soon. I have a little over a week before I could very well be facing eviction. Thank you so much for your time. Another J. Uh, I don't know if this is a JJ, but it's a J. All right. We're going to start with, this is so loaded, but let's start with the hoarding and the verge of eviction because this is all connected. All right. So uh, Jay, remember as above, so below. So that means that whatever is going on in your daily thoughts, this is what is now being demonstrated in your life. So let's start with your thoughts of fear. So if we were to look at your thoughts, thoughts can go in three different directions. They can stay neutral and not give us an emotional hit, or they could go into a positive uh, frequency. And then when they go into a positive frequency, you know, we get happy. All right. So, and then when they go into, oh my God, you're going to get evicted, that turns into a negative frequency. And then we start to become sad and depressed. So Jay, you want to start monitoring. You have a week plus, you said you want to monitor your thoughts right now. And then you want to step out of your thoughts, meaning in terms of the depression, I'm so sad, I'm on social security, disability, I live alone. You want to move away from those thoughts and start saying to yourself things like, I am now the captain of my ship and I am going to find a way to stay in my apartment. I am no longer, I am courageous and I'm going to begin cleaning and hoarding. Now look, cleaning up the hoarding. It's not a, it's not a secret that people who hoard are fear-based. So there's intense fear going on and fear, you know, Jay, um, is imagination in the negative. So fear is just as strong in your imagination as imagining something really wonderful. So if I could give you any tips or advice, I'm going to suggest that you start seeing yourself 
cleaning up your apartment and actually go get some large bags. Nothing will happen to you. Trust me on this one. You will be safe and you will start to feel so much better once you get bags and start cleaning out the things that you're afraid to let go of. Now, the other thing, Jay, that you may want to do is get some help. If you have any friends around you or you know people that could help you, then have them come over. But you've got to trust the process. And so by beginning to clear the hoarding, that is where you're going to be able to open the energy that is in your apartment, in your condo. It is going to open the energy in your life, but you're going to have to get somebody. If you cannot do this alone, Jay, then I seriously request that you find somebody around you to help you clean out the clean it out. Nothing will happen to you. You will be, you will still be safe. And I'm seeing that psychically and you're going to start to get a breath of fresh air. And you know that because you've been down this before that at one point you had to have cleaned out your condo. And so take a deep breath, ground yourself and get help to clean out the condo and then start. And if you want more, again, as I said, if you want more information on this, um, then either email me and set up a session that we can do. But in the, in the, the immediate, just start putting your thoughts into, I now have my condo cleaned. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And I stay, I am safe and I remain. And that's what I'm seeing. Okay. If you do the work, if you don't do the work, Jay, you're going to get your dominant thought. All right. So just remember that. Not that I want to frighten you, but start swinging your thoughts into a positive direction. There is still time for this. Okay. Um, moving on. If anybody in the live studio has a question, then please feel free to answer, type it in or call in. And I, but I'm going to move into Another question that I received, and this is from KP, and she said, it's been a rough few days. First, there was an accident, and then I hit a possum while driving. Is there any significance to these? And I'm going to say, yes, there is, KP. Uh, number one, whenever we have accidents, we have to take a look at what is going on, again, as above so below. So hitting, having an accident is the, it is, um, actually it's anger. It's, these are anger. There's gotta be, if you're looking, if you're honest with yourself and you want to go look at your thoughts, think about what it is that you were thinking of right before you had the accident, because nine out of 10 times, if we consciously go back and look at our thoughts, what we're going to see is that anything happening with accidents, the thoughts preceding the accidents are nine out of 10 times related to anger and that we are feeling anger, even if we, you know, we've repressed it, we don't want to admit that we're feeling angry, but we have anger as an energy in our body. That anger has to go somewhere. Oftentimes we start thinking we're distracted, then we're not paying attention to our surroundings. And then anger always, always seeks punishment. This is very interesting. For some reason, the body looks to punish itself when we have super, super angry thoughts. So the anger will start to look 
it will it will spread out and then it will look for punishment and again the punishment is usually in the form of an accident where we then either hurt ourselves or we hurt others and in this case i you didn't specify if you hurt yourself but since you emailed i'm assuming that never assume anything it looks as if you're safe but a little bit shaken up and then i'm also getting that um, it may be, this is a psychic energy that I'm picking up. It may be a really good time for you to go into meditation, ground yourself, forgive yourself, uh, remove any resentment, remove the anger, replace it with love and compassion, even if that may not be something that you're feeling but uh, at the moment. But really, go replace the um, replace these energies with love and compassion and forgiveness. And then what I'm seeing, KP, is that things are going to magically open. And I use the word magically, but I'm seeing things will magically open up for you. There'll be an opening of something very unexpected when you go into that space. Okay. All right. Uh, next question that I have over here. Ellie, I keep seeing 444. What significance is this? I also feel, see, and have premonitions before they happen. How to tap into that? Okay. First thing, let's start with the 444. There are many people who believe in angel numerology. And I'm a big fan of numerology. However, I am a fan of the Chaldean numerology, which goes back way to the Chaldeans. And the, for, the numerology that is out there, angel numerology, and I am not saying this to take you from your angel numerology. You can use your angel numerology as much as you want, but just know that the angel numerology was coined by Doreen Virtue. And this, so this is a pretty modern day phenomena. So it has nothing to do she, with um, the Chaldeans and ancient numerology. This is something that um, Doreen created and invented. And if I'm not mistaken, she also said that she was connected to Pythagoras in a past life. And so therefore, this is where she got her information. Now, of course, we don't know if any of that is true. And we can believe whatever it is that we wish to believe. So if you're finding that you see 444 all the time, one of the reasons that you're seeing 444 all the time is that your reticular activating system of the brain is paying attention to 444. So it's just like people who do 1111. So once we get, or whatever number it is that you see. So once we pick out a particular number uh, that starts and we pay attention, we have this awareness of that number, the reticular activating system of the brain starts to see it all over the place. So you may look, um, let me see, you're over here, um, MC. You may look at the clock or at numbers all the time, but because your reticular activating system is not focused on those other numbers that are going by right now, like uh, 10, 28, where I am, you're not seeing them. They're not paying, you're not paying attention to them. They're not in your consciousness, but the 444 is in your consciousness. So 
if you were doing, if you were wanted to play numbers or anything like that, and you're into the lottery, you're into scratch, you know, not scratch offs, you're into the, into the number daily numbers or something. Well, I'm going to tell you, those may be the numbers for you to be playing so that you can, um, capitalize on your particular activating system because those numbers are important to you. And again, if you do want to head over to, you can Google search Doreen Virtue and look up her angel numbers and see what that means for you and what that, how that applies into your life. There may be a message so that as you go back and you read the things that Doreen has written about angel numbers, you may find that, oh, this is really amazing. And this, this fits right into my life. Now, the second part of your question about the premonitions, how do you tap into that awareness? So anytime you see that, you may want to even MC, you may want to start getting a journal. If you're not journaling these things, start writing it down. The next time it happens, write it down. And then you can start to gain let's call it muscle. You'll be creating confidence. You'll be creating muscle. It's like going to the gym. You start using this part of your brain, you start working it out and then it becomes, it becomes, um, better for lack of oh, better, any other word. So what happens, it becomes stronger. Your ability to see becomes clearer because it is a muscle that is getting worked and your reticular activating system will be finer tuned. So I'm going to encourage you to start writing down all of your premonitions before they happen and it will get start to get stronger and stronger as you then navigate your daily life. Okay. Cool. Thank you for those questions. These have been great questions so far. All right, let's move on to the other questions that I have. Okay. <laughs> I like this one here. Not that I don't like the other ones, but this one, this one is very interesting for me. You had a dream where your right hand itches and then your arm and then back and all together in the waking state at, at and in the whole times. The premonition shows that money is coming to me. The extent of the itch in the place on my hand determines how much, but this was in my dream state and hasn't come to pass. Um, okay. What's the cure to stagnant income and should I sell the motor home? All right. Well, these are a couple of questions, a uh, couple of questions and let's start with the itching. The itching in the right hand is based on old superstitions, uh, um, RP and these superstitions exist throughout many cultures. You will find this in the Western cultures. And it was very interesting because I recently spoke about itching of hands to someone who lives in the Middle East. And they told me that when the right hand itches, they too have this superstition. So here's my suggestion, RP. Next time your hand itches, whether it's in the dream state or in the uh, waking state, tell yourself, money is coming to me. Money is coming to me. And then be on the lookout. Activate your reticular activating system. Start to look for money coming. And if it's a small amount, it doesn't matter. Acknowledge it. It's a small amount. Then it can become a larger amount. And this is the same thing about moving stagnant income. Once you start to put your reticular activating system onto having more money, more money will find you. Money is an energy. If you are coming from lack and fear, then money will 
evade you and run the other way. So you want to really put energy onto money and start doing affirmations. Money's coming my way. Money comes easily and effortlessly. You know, we, we sometimes poo-poo these affirmations, but the more that we use and do affirmations and get it into our body, into the space of believing that this is true. So now you want to, you know, scratch your hand and be on the lookout for money. Now, I'm going to tell you, you're going to get money from somewhere. And it's probably a very unlikely source and you may not have been expecting it, but you're going to get money. It'll be quite fascinating. All right. And as far as selling your motorhome, Again, that's fear-based unless you want to get rid of your motorhome because you're not using it anymore. If you're not using it, then sell it. But if it's a fear-based decision, then start focusing on money comes to me. I now attract money and then follow the signs that will start leading you to money because those signs are around us all the time. We just need to put ourselves in the track, in the, um, trajectory of having abundance come and flow to us. All right. Thank you for the question. All right. Let's see over here. Um, I had abilities and then a traumatic event happened and my abilities stopped. Also, I never dream anymore and I cannot picture anything. Um, and when I close my eyes, it's just black. Okay. Um, and that's from KR. Okay. Um, not sure if there's something that happened to you, uh, neurologically during your traumatic event. If that was something that happened physically, what I am getting though, is that now, again, this goes into belief systems. So I'm not telling you to do anything, but what I'm seeing is that if you were to start incorporating a high level of prayer and, you know, this is, again, I'm not telling you to go pick a religion or anything, but if you were to start to connect to a higher divine source and go to prayer, what I'm seeing is that given time, and practice, and what I mean by practice in the prayer of taking time to meditate and telling yourself that I now meditate without expectations, without the expectations of seeing anything, I now allow myself to be safe and meditate. What I'm seeing over here is that you actually are going to be able to start to see colors and visions. And I have two angels around you. So when I do a reading and I get angels, uh, this to me is always confirmation. So the way to begin on this one is to really just give yourself time to do prayer and to move away from the conversations of the, tra the past trauma and go into prayer, but not prayer with fear. Prayer with, again, expectancy that your prayers will be answered. Go in there with trust and faith. And you've got two angels flanking you over here, uh, KR. So I'm seeing that you're going to start seeing colors and you're going to get information. So trust yourself on this one and trust the angels and the divine guidance that's coming through for you over here. Okay. Um, all right. Let me see if there are any more questions that I've got over here. And um, I'm not seeing any questions coming. 
Now, if anybody has questions right now, um, please email, like put them into the, put them into the chat right now. Otherwise I'm going to move into the energy and the rest of what's coming for this month in terms of, um, astrology. I'm going to close out the month with that. So if anybody has any questions, um, Oh, okay. What is this top of the hour? I have been dreaming about my nephew who transitioned into eternity. And what does that mean? All right. Well, I'm very sorry for your nephew's departure from this planet because whenever someone leaves us in the physical form, it's always very sad and traumatic for us. I do want to share with you that there is what's showing up for me. Okay. This is beautiful chaos. What's showing up for me over here is if you can start to ask your nephew during a meditative state. So I'm going to request that you go into meditation, not when you're, you know, you could do this when you're sleeping, but you can also do this during meditation. So just like sit, you know, if you want to sit in an armchair and just focus and then allow yourself to drift off into the alpha state and ask him for information. The more that you practice this, what I'm getting over here is that he's got messages for you and that the messages, and here's the thing, I don't want to tell you what the message is, but one of the things that I'm seeing over here is that this is an invitation to spiritual growth. So he's got a message to you. He's calling and he wants you to, I'm going to say, he. I'm going to put this out there. Uh, I'm seeing now whether this is him coming through right now in this session, or if it's just what's being shown to me for you, I'm seeing that if you do go into this space of focus and letting your mind wander and drift into a nice alpha state, you're going to get messages that will lead to creativity and to a deeper understanding and spiritual growth that are going to be really important for you. It will solve something that is happening in your life at this moment. So that is what's showing up for me. There's a message that he's coming through um, for you. So, oh, and you said, okay, I feel like that. Thank you for confirming that for me. So I'm going to suggest that you, if you don't want to meditate officially, you know, like just sit, sit down and like zone out. It's almost in that space where you feel like you're about to fall asleep and then trust the information because many times what most of us do is we think and say to ourselves, oh, that was just uh, my imagination. It can't be. Just like I'm telling, just like I said to you right now, I don't know if he's coming through, but I'm definitely getting a message for you that you're going to have deep spiritual growth come for you as you continue to communicate with him on the other side. So it's very beautiful. All right. And that that some of your issues, I don't issues, whatever, some of the things that you're facing right now in your in your waking world are going to get solved by this work and what you're doing in the alpha state with your nephew. OK, um, I've been wanting to be quiet. No TV, total silence. That's cool. All right. And thank you. Thank you. Thank And thank you so much for asking. Okay, if anyone has any questions, type them in, call in, 
uh, this is the opportunity right now. Otherwise, I'm going to close up today's today's podcast with energy work. So we are in. Uh, this is not astrological. This is energy. This is planetary energy that is flowing around us. So we are at the end of a 20-year energy transition. So we've been going through huge shifts. We're going to see big shifts coming in 2023, but we still have this kind of wobble that is going of intensity. So this year, we're going to see a very intense energy year, but it's going to get really good towards the end, especially towards August, September, October, November, December. So now, um, and then the next 10 years are going to be really, really awesome and fabulous. But again, it's part of what we are creating. So we want to take care of our health right now. This is vital. So wherever you are in your life right now, I'm going to suggest that you start to take control of your health and whatever that looks like for you. Everybody knows where they're at with their health. If you're not exercising enough, find a way to get into exercising. If you're not eating healthy food and you're still eating junk and processed food, et cetera, and I don't want to lecture anybody. I'm just saying, go get clear on taking care of your health. You need vitamins, take them. You need to see a nutritionist, go. Um, just FYI, because of the energy of the planets right now, and what's coming. Um, I'm going to have a nutritionist, behavior therapist, and health coach um, live on March 30th. Natalie will be my guest, and we're going to be talking about health and behavior and all kinds of things related to the health wellness industry and maintaining a healthy body, mind, and soul, because look, it all goes together. So we want to pay attention to our health. Okay, the other thing that we want to do, and this kind of ties into the person who's been hoarding, who asked that question, we need to work on our homes. Now, some of you may be very familiar with feng shui, and if you're not familiar with feng shui, I'm gonna suggest that you look it up online and you spend some time cleaning out and clearing a clutter. You also, something that's very powerful for feng shui right now is to get some beautiful plants. You only need one. Get one or two beautiful plants and put them in the southwest corner of your home. Now, this is going to significantly move the energy, but seriously, start cleaning out stuff. You know, we, we know spring cleaning, duh, right? But it's so important with moving energy. The more that you move energy, the better it's going to be for you. I'm going to tell you a real quick story about myself right now. I was uh, paying, I've been paying attention to some feng shui and moving energy around in my own life. And we know from feng shui, people who study feng shui, that it's not cool to have a TV set in the bedroom. And for the last three years, I've had a TV set in the bedroom. And I'd never had a TV in the bedroom before in my life. So I moved the TV out. And I have to tell everybody who's listening, I felt so good. I felt as if I had done a clearing and a cleansing. And I really, I really felt a difference. Now, whether I guess, so this gets into because I believe it. Is that why it happened? Is that why I feel so good that I got rid of the television set in the bedroom? Or was there really some? 
something to it. So we do want to remove TVs from the bedroom if possible. And again, it's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do, but you can always try it out. And if you find that nothing's moved for you, then yeah, move it back in. You got nothing to lose. Get yourself a plant in the southwest corner of your home, something green, and start to benefit from the energy that is coming right now. So there, uh, the other thing that you want to start to do is, again, pay attention to the energy around you. Pay attention to how you are treating things and objects and people in your life and in your home. We need to be spreading a lot of love. Love is the highest frequency. It's not a cliche when we say love conquers all. We need to be spreading a lot of love and compassion. And whether you join a meditation group or you do this by yourself, it's really important that you spend time loving yourself, loving the planet, and sending love to people and places and things all over the place. And another thing that you want to do is become really aware of your thoughts and where your energy is going. Pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to your energy. Pay attention to your dreams and your thoughts and the people who are in your circle, in your posse. Start paying attention. Awareness is key. So the more awareness you have, the easier it is to become uh, a, let's say a light worker, uh, someone who, who can manifest easily, someone who can say what they want and have clarity. So again, pay attention. Just pay attention. All right. Finishing up the call for today, we have a new moon on the 31st. We have two new moons this month. All right. So I just want to thank everyone for being here, for asking questions. You can catch the repeat on any platform. You can send in your questions to elliotelliemolina.com. And again, next week, my guest is Mark Houghton, and he's going to be multiple. He is multiple lottery time winners. So bring your questions. Let's shift the energy. Let's talk about money and how to win more money and how to get money in your life. And we're going to shift up that energy. And in the meantime, clean out some of your clutter so you can make room for the new. So it has been a pleasure being here with you. I thank you all for being on this live call, listening, participating. I send you much love, many blessings, and I'll see you all next week. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here.